you, you, you. But as we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad. The day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard for us to see our way through. Beyond the norm and mundane or where unscripted dreams live, join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and clear our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. So today's episode is titled Playing Small. And let me just quickly explain what playing small is. So what does it mean when you're playing small? Playing small simply means basically holding your talent or gifts within rather than sharing them with the world. And how you share and to how many people you share it with doesn't matter as much as the fact that you're sharing it to begin with. I'm trying to figure out how we can tackle this, but I I think that is very important for people to understand the significance of like playing small. Because it does serve a purpose, but it also doesn't help either if you, you just got to know how to play. Would you agree with that, Marcus? I think so. I think it's dependent. So it's this whole idea of playing small. I didn't think about it until there's a Nelson Mandela quote. And it's, and it's, it's, uh, there's no passion to be found in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of. And that I believe is where is a good point to just point out that when you look at what you're doing versus where you want to be, this all goes into where you want to be. So if you're someone that's content, if you're good where you're at, then you're good. And this message probably isn't for you. But if you sit up, if you are losing sleep at night, if you're not happy with your situation and you're thinking, man, I wish. I have more, like you want more out of life. You know that you're capable of doing something else. Then this is really an episode or a message, a message for, for you, because it's, I think it, it really revolves around mindset, like mindset too. And I understand maybe I'll get into that in a little bit, but it's important to understand your current role versus the role that you want to be in long-term. And it does require, I think. As Joe's kind of saying, I think a part of if you're, if at a micro level, you're playing small so that in a macro, you can fulfill whatever thing that you kind of want to do. That's a different game. That's a different game there, but that's a mindset piece. And I'll maybe go into that later. But I guess when just on your end, when approaching this, this idea, what thoughts come to mind and what, what, what are some of the, just the, the key, the, the key things that you think people should take into consideration if they're even wondering if they are doing less than what they're capable of doing. Well, I can tell you one thing, and sometimes it's hard for me to do it because I'm naturally shy. Go figure, right? Doing something like this, this doesn't mean you're shy, but in certain circumstances, yes. You know, you know, with me being a younger kid and I was very shy, you know, you still get some of those faint instances, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't change who you are. You just learn how to deal with it or you find ways to combat that. So, you know, every once in a while I may get instances where I'm talking to people and I want to say something and then I hold my peace just because I don't know if it's the right place to provide my input or say anything. And I said that all I all to say fear, you know, I think fear defeats a lot of people when it comes to playing small. Like you start thinking, hey, Like, what if my idea sucks? What if it doesn't make sense to these people? These people are 
a higher level than I am? How can I sound smart? How can I sound intelligent? And that happens. I, I'm just giving real talk. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of times where you speak to people that you fear or look up to and you think that um, you have to portray yourself a certain type of way. And maybe you do. Like maybe the standard of the room is to dress a certain type of way. Maybe the standard of the room is to act a certain type of way. Like maybe when you're collectively in a room with a bunch of people handling business, maybe they, they are very strict on like the words you say. Maybe the terminology is different. So if you just say, hey, man, they look at you like, what? But just because you say, hey, man, doesn't necessarily mean you don't know what they know. And sometimes you do want to, I guess, shake the tree, so to speak. But I wouldn't recommend doing that unless you're really confident in what you're doing within those rooms. And, you know, you can kind of move in and out with that. But what I'm trying to say is, man, I think fear defeats the whole purpose of you like trying to get yourself out there, letting your light shine. I think that's the one thing that really comes to mind, Marcus, when I think of trying to, when playing it small comes to, come to mind. So I think fear, yeah, fear's a big one. Fear's a big one. And, and that's one of the, you go ahead. Yeah. And I'm, and the reason why I say fear and I announce fear, because I think a lot of things stem from fear. So yeah. like I said, criticism, you hide, like you, you go into hiding is what I call it. You're afraid to speak up, you know, just because you don't want to sound stupid. <laughs> so, you know, it's a lot of stuff or you're afraid of someone saying no. That's a big one right there. So that's, that's what comes to mind when I think. Yeah. And, and uh, this is why I touched on this. I think that just the fear piece is why I think it's the mindset piece and just understanding that failure is part of success too. So yeah, absolutely. I cannot count the number of times I failed at something, especially having my own business and not making any income and having to change the idea and the scope of what, of what I'm actually doing or what I want to do long-term It's one of those things where I'll come up with something and I'll talk to somebody. I remember the first time I went and I talked to an advisor or something. I was telling them, kind of speaking to him about what I wanted to do. And I had this idea in my head. I thought it was good. And by the time I get done talking to this guy, I'm like, yeah, I'm nowhere near where I thought I was at. And then I'm, I'm thinking to myself, am I even capable of pulling this off? And is this out of my scope to even try to do anything like this? And do I still want to do it after that? And then I just, I was like, well, after some time, I was like, well, I just need to switch it up and do kind of find a different lane to operate in. But if I don't have that meeting, if I'm too scared to meet with someone who's going to pick apart my business plan, then I'll never know that it doesn't work. And I could just sit there for years ruminating about this business plan that doesn't, it doesn't even work. It doesn't even work. And it wouldn't have worked either. Even if I tried to do it, that no, it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't have worked, but, but like, it's at least I took this, at least I took a chance and went to some meetings, meeting with other entrepreneurs and things like that. Other people that are running their businesses and maybe they're, I've been in meetings where there's people that don't even have a business plan. I actually have a business plan, but they didn't have a business plan. They're just trying to figure it out. Then there's people who were just gaining momentum in their business. And then there were some other people that had had most, so much success in their business that they've retired, sold their business and they decided to advise other people like myself. 
you know, on their business. So failure is a part of it. Knowing like when to just know when to ask for help and like putting your ideas out there because you don't, if it lives, if the, the thing is, if the idea lives in your head and it's not something that can just live in your head and you actually have to eventually put it out into the world, if it just lives in your head, then you never really know. You never really know what it could have been or what it couldn't have been. Cause I know if I'd have ran with what I was trying to do initially, it would have been definitely a, fish, a failure, but that's part of the cycle. That's part of the cycle. And, and I'm just kind of thinking back to just more in the fear piece is that it's okay to just take some baby steps, but it's about, if you ask yourself, like I said, if you wake up, you ask yourself, if you're happy, if you're happy where you are, if there's somewhere else you want to be and you're like, no, I want to be somewhere else. I'd rather be somewhere else. Then eventually you're going to have to get over your fear of whatever it is. You know, if it's talking, talking to people, putting your ideas out there, having people to, and another thing Joe said is that, what'd you say? Like people like worried about what the people in their like immediate, like kind of immediate group of people, yeah, their peers. Like, like I feel a lot of people try to invade and try to think too deeply as far as trying to think for other people. And I think that's where people go wrong as far as like dreams or doing things they're passionate about or showcasing what they can do for an organization or maybe even start an organization yourself. You know, you, you get caught up on, hmm, I want to know what John feels about my idea where I could push his business forward. Or, you know, I want to know what Casey may think or Marsha or I don't know, I'm just throwing out random names, but I'm just saying you're wondering how you could potentially collaborate with them to further your business scheme or whatever you got going. And you just get grounded upon that because you know that their opinion may differ from yours. And, you know, I feel like that all stems from fear because you're afraid of confrontation, you know, and it doesn't even have to be that way. You're thinking of worst case scenario. You know, you never know. You may present your idea or you may showcase your talent and they may put you right next to them. That happens. It's happened to me before. So I'm pretty sure it can happen to you. And you don't even have to do much. Some people are just gifted enough to see what you're capable of. But how are they going to know that if you're not willing to showcase your talent? Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing, too, is that Sometimes I know Joe probably sees, you know, you see people like I see people and I'm like, man, they kind of remind me of me back when I was back then, back then, you know, <laughs> but, but, but you kind of see that and yeah, it takes a certain person to understand potential and see things. I think, yeah, part of it is just putting yourself out there. And I think Joe, you made a good point. Just talking about the power of collaboration and approaching somebody, not always asking somebody for something. It's like, Hey, I had this idea. I think it's going to help you in this area of your business. Tell me what you think. And then they might say, and then they might give you some feedback, which gives you an idea to enhance and build upon the idea that you already have. And it might not be a good fit for that first few people you approach with it. But over time, you're able to refine it and maybe make a different type of approach. But yeah, through collaboration and helping other people instead of going into it, thinking, what can this person do for me? Jump into it with a mindset of how can I help? How can I help these people? enhance whatever they're doing and through you helping them continue to build on their dreams, you're building your own as well. So it's, it's that collaboration piece and that mindset of just helping other people too, instead of always wanting something in return, like actually being service oriented. 
I guess. But yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point, Joe. Great point. Great point. But 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 outside of that, just I think that I was thinking I, I was thinking about how you know how I play. I was thinking about hey, this. This is like what I'm like. I know I'm working on stuff. Nobody has actually seen the 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 models and stuff that I have, and I'll be like, nobody's seen that stuff. But it's one of those things where I look at where I want my life to be in five, ten years, and I just build out. I build out these models of where I think certain things should be. So I actually try to spend more time in the future than I actually spend in the in the present, which is why if you're around me, I appear to be, some people will say I'm very disinterested in the moment when they're actually around me. And that's just because I'm thinking about other stuff. But, but that doesn't mean I'm being rude, but there's a lot. If you see me out, there's a lot of preparation that goes out into me just being out in public because I'll be having to make sure that I'm, not doing that thing that I do that people don't like and they think I'm rude and things like that, but I'm not, I'm just trying to figure stuff out. But, 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 but when you think about if, Hey, like you're doing something and it doesn't seem that important, keeping in mind, like, how does this, how do these actions you're taking today play into the goals that you have five, 10, 15 years from now? What does that look like? You know? So you might be like, I remember I always remember like when I worked at Kmart in college, and I used to have to go and get carts, shopping carts in whatever weather, falling in the snow, it's cold outside, slipping, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff, like whatever, you know, in all weather conditions going out there. And just think about it, at that time, you know, early 20s, yeah, I'm getting, you know, carts in the parking lot, but I had this ambition to do all these other things. And me going out and grabbing those loose carts, in the parking lot, chasing them around, trying to keep them from hitting cars and all that other stuff for whatever minimum wage, garbage I was making at the time I had ambition and that job, that job, which was menial to me, it served a purpose. And that purpose was to provide me the income to be able to pay my rent that allowed me to stay in school and continue on to get my degree at the time. So, so regardless of where you're at, those actions. Those, those things, sometimes this is just going back to what Joe was saying, those small things that you're doing, they play a big role. Like if I don't go out in that parking lot and get those carts, I don't get paid. I don't have a place to live. I have to go home, which really didn't seem like an option. I don't think it even was an option. So I don't know what would happen, but, but these small things that we're doing now, like you might be in a small role, you might go to work and you're not, you don't feel like you're valued or you have ideas and they get shot down and all those things. But the reason you're able to work on those ideas is because maybe you have a job that pays you well enough to cover some of your expenses. So you don't have to worry about having a place to live. Instead of being worried about having a place to live, maybe you have two, three hours a week that you would spend maybe worrying, working on something that actually is going to get you out of that circumstance. So sometimes these small these small jobs, these small roles can lead into something big. It's just about having a mindset and understanding that, I mean, some of these things are just, they're stepping stones and can't be concerned with other people. Like sometimes you got to play it small so you can do it big. <laughs> like that's really what it is. Absolutely, but, man. But when you spoke on it and you said you, going home wasn't an option for you if you would have dropped out of school or whatnot, I think the proper reference or term they would have referred to you as was a townie. So, congratulations on that. Oh, yeah, I was, for sure. 
I was yeah, a townie. I, I, I ain't never go. Yeah, well, I guess I was a townie in another in another sense. In the fact that I never went home, but that's so, but, but, but I think that our kind of well, on my end at least, I'll, I'll close on this. Is sometimes we can feel, you know, sometimes you feel like you're doing a lot, and that's good and all. But another question: if you're not moving in the way that you think you should be moving. Instead of asking, telling yourself like, oh yeah, I'm doing a lot. I'm doing this, this, and that. And I'm doing this on the weekends. I'm doing this at night. Like, yeah, you might be doing a lot. But the question you should be asking yourself is, are you doing enough? Enough to get you to where you want to be? Because you can do a lot of things and go nowhere. Or you can do enough of the right thing to position yourself where you want to be. And that's the question that I ask myself. You know, and that, that kind of keeps me, helps to keep me focused, but it's part of a, it's part of a mindset and just sticking in, sticking in there and not giving up and not letting other, not letting your current position define you. If it's not the position you want, it's just a stepping stone, but you have to have the mindset and kind of understand that that is what it is. And probably those people you're around now, you probably won't be around them when you get to where you want to be. Yeah, man. Get used to not seeing the same things, especially if you're trying to jump levels. If you're trying to level up or if you desire to level up, it's going to take, you know, take some losses, man. You're going to take a lot of losses, but you're going to gain so much more. So um, not to scare people or anything like that, but when you're pursuing your dreams, this is why the show's called Unscripted Dreams. But if you're pursuing your dreams, man, you got to openly have these type of conversations with yourself and amongst people that are on the same, same path. They may not have the same direction, but, you know, you guys can collectively swap ideas or whatever. And, you know, and that's how you build a friendship. I mean, I feel like that's how Marcus and myself build a relationship. You know, he has different goals for himself. I clearly have different goals for myself. He can do things that I can't do, vice versa. But what brings us together is where it's a safe place. Like we have a safe place. We have our own bubble, so to speak, where we can share each other's thoughts. You know, there might be some experiences that I have yet to experience down the road that he has already. And there's been experiences where I've had things and he had to ask me. So, you know, I guess that's my definition of skip to dreams and like playing it small. Like if you got, if you're doing it right and you're doing it, if you're going to do it right. And if you're doing it in the right fashion, you're going to have certain people like Marcus or that will openly have discussions with you about what you want to do. And they're going to tell you, Hey man, you're playing it too small or Hey man, watch, watch your shyness. You know, you know, that's going to be an issue whenever you walk into a certain room. You need that type of level of insight sometimes to kind of keep you uh, on the right path. So I'm not saying leaning on your friends, but it definitely helps when you get a point of view or perspective that's different from your own. A trusted one at that, where they let you know that you're playing it too small, man, and you need to go big, you know? So think big. Don't be afraid to challenge the status quo. Just don't go crazy with it like Kanye West, but you know, Sometimes that's necessary for you to get to where you take care. Be safe.